covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Heilman and Jim Bernier. Welcome in, fans of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast. Zach Heilman riding solo today for this edition of the show. It is a bonus show this week. Uh, usually we're doing these bi-weekly on the offseason. However, I did hit in the last episode when we were interviewing Desmond Maxwell of the Orlando Predators that I was setting up a discussion with ownership of the San Antonio Gunslingers. And I even got an extra surprise along the way talking with Hector Garcia, who is part of that ownership group. He brought along head coach Fred Shaw to join me as well. So I, I get I get the entire shebang of this episode and kind of helping introduce these guys to the National Arena League and some of its fandom. Uh, gentlemen, welcome into the into the podcast. And thank you both for taking the time for joining like i said i'm i'm excited i get talking to hector last week i was got even more excited for this edition but you know it's a it's a, it's quite a time for the league first steps out west you guys are kind of that big new piece uh and sounds like you all you're both ready to bring it no we are beyond excited um i think this is the not only the right move but an amazing move not only for the nao but for the city of san antonio uh we have worked tirelessly, and uh, Coach Fred has been a big part of that success to get us to where we are right now, which is uh, being part of the NAL. It's awesome. And it, it, it's good. I'm going to go. It, it's exciting, man. And, uh, you know, we're just ready to bring uh, something special to San Antonio and uh, get these guys what they deserve down here. And they, they love football, so it, it was a no-brainer to us, and uh, we're just excited about it all. Mm-hmm. I'm going, to, I'm going to start this one all direct over to Mr. Garcia here. Uh, just kind of talking the origin. Some people, you know, they've got to, whenever you see an expansion, especially an arena, it always seems like it comes either it's a fully brand new team or it's one that's brought up almost like it's a promotion style, if you will, like soccer. I know it's that's not how this works. Like not all the t- leagues are connected and all that. But, you know, in this case, you guys kind of, you know, came up from the American Arena League. So tell us how this really started. I understand uh this kind of was earlier than even last year, how this thing began to progress and uh, take shape as an organization. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess to clarify any, any doubts out there, uh, this has been a five-year process project to be uh, clear. Um, so within the office is myself, then I have my, my right-hand CEO of the company. It's uh, Jason Torres. Then I have my GM, which is uh, Jonathan Young. Right below him is my CFO, which is Raul Nava. And then we have our CMO and our director of operations, uh, JJ De La Rosa. So, yes, this has been a five year in the making. I mean, it's been, I can't still remember just writing the notes. And uh, to say the least, it's, it's been a very overwhelming experience, but a very, uh, what, I, what I call it, just a learning mode. I mean, I can remember calling multiple professionals, uh, teams out there, getting the um, just just getting the vibe from, hey, from is this something really what I want to get myself involved with? I mean, what are the ins, the outs, the pros, the cons? I mean, what are the costs? I mean, I had to really sit down and 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 I Sean knows this. I mm-hmm. my wife, she's the boss. So I remember when I. <laughs> I had to sell it to her first. I had to tell her, honey, this is what I want to do. What do you think? So, I mean, she was my first sell pitch out there, you know, so 
God bless my wife. She, you know, she gave me the thumbs up. Say, you know, if this is something you want to do, it seems that this is something you'll be very motivated. Uh, something that you are really thriving to make and to make happen. Uh, there's no, no misunderstanding here. She knows how much I love football. She knows how much I follow arena football. Uh, I mean, IFL, the CIF, the AAL, all of it has been a big impact to the decisions we have made to this point right now. So moving forward, 2020 came around and I felt as I already had enough information. I had the right pieces around me to make this happen. So long story short, you know, I, I, the first person I even talked to was my CEO, Jason Torres. You know, I, you know, we were talking and this was like at midnight, 12 o'clock random. I just call him. And I say, you know what? I, I love this man like a brother. I think he'll be a perfect fit to this, uh, this puzzle. And literally maybe a 15, 20 minute talk as far as pitching the idea to him, the business plan. And without hesitation, his first word was, I'm in. How much do you need? And it just went there. It was amazing. So fast forwarding now, the AAL, um, what happened, happened. I'm not really going to get into details. I'm pretty sure many people know what happened within the AAL. Mm -hmm. um, but what happened, it happened. But it was a great stepping stone, to be honest with you. It really showed me and the other owners the the pros and cons as far as what comes within the business. Uh, but once everything was done, we knew that we wanted to pursue something bigger and better. Now, the question was, what? You have the IFL. You have the NAL. You have the CIF. Where do we fit? How do we make this happen? So... And that's where Coach Fred comes in. You know, he was coaching, uh, unfortunately, at that time against our rivals, the, the North Texas Bulls. And kudos to Fred Shaw. He did an amazing job with that team. And they, you know, they took them all the way to the championship and they won the championship against the Charlotte Thunder. So it was a no-brainer. You know, I remember after everything was said and done, everything was finalized. I was like, hey, Coach Shaw, are you free? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk. Nice. He said that a great conversation and here he is and he's been a great asset to us, you know, from the, from the get-go, from the day, since the first day we had a conversation, nothing but respect and love for this man. And then just knowing that where we want to end up, he was going to be that main piece of the puzzle to make mm -hmm. it happen. So what happened? We are now with the NAL and a lot of credit goes to, to coach Fred Shaw. Sir. Yes, sir. It, it was a no brainer for me. Uh, Hector's uh, passion and love for the game. Uh, it's unmatched. So, uh, I mean, I took the opportunity and I ran with it. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the season to start where we can dominate. Yeah, you guys are. I mean, you're already starting out. Uh, it sounds like tryout dates are getting set just from watching your, watching your guys' social right now. Um, and that, I mean, it's great to see some of those pieces starting to kind of get set and feel like for us, it's like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is real. Like we're, we're definitely getting a Western, like this is, it's big because you guys are the West coast now the first team Western NAL, you know, for IFL people we're, we're like what Massachusetts was last year, where it's like, we're seeing the Westward movement into a new market, a new span. Um, and that, that probably has some challenges for you guys, you know, Hector, I, I know you probably are thinking about in terms of ownership. It's like, well, travel is going to be different. Cause we have, I mean, the farthest point's Albany. So you're going to be definitely yeah. having some treks up there this year. I imagine um, stuff like that. I mean, where, how do you, uh, as an owner, when you look at maybe moving up a level, like you're talking with jumping from the AAL to the NAL here, 
And I know there was costs and travel with the AAL still, but like, how does that affect your decision on moving as well? Um, or what, what, what goes into that? Well, the AAL being the AAL and the NAL being the NAL, you know, as an ownership group, we knew that it was going to be a, a big jump. There's again, there's no surprise there. It's, it's a tremendous jump. Sure. And you're, you're right. The furthest team is Albany at this point. So honestly, we had to really crunch down everything, meaning from the point that we said, hey, guys, what do we do? Do we chase the CIF? Do we chase the NAL? Do we chase the, the IFL? What, what, honestly, within our scope, within the organization, within our finances, what makes sense? Can we do it? I don't want to be that team where halfway the season, we're done. Or not even get to the point where we get in trouble or anything like that. So, yes, we, we had to really sit down and think about it. We went through our pros and cons. We just had to make sure that, hey, if we do this, we have to make sure that everything is polished. Everything as far as traveling, housing, feeding, practice, uniforms, all that has to be done and over with. Mm-hmm. And one of the big, one of the uh, one of our greatest assets is honestly JJ De La Rosa, our CMO. She's the she's in charge of our marketing department. And to this point, she's been a great asset. She's been something special, a blessing to say, um, due to the fact that she not only used to work for the San Antonio Spurs, she used to work for the San Antonio Talents. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So she comes with. So- much experience and she comes with so much connections from prior sponsors prior corporates and she's been doing an amazing job just bringing that to us and god bless her we put so much pressure on her back and we're like hey what do you think you know can we do this and her her attitude is beyond positive she's like what do we need etc 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 we need this she goes all right let's do it not a problem so when i when we sat down with jj it was very I guess just hearing the confidence that was within her, that made an easy made an easy decision for all of us. You know, we we put everything out on the table. Coach Fred was there with us, and hey, you know what do you think? And you know, Coach Fred said, this, "I mean, I, I think at that point we were like, okay, it's it's done. If, if we are good with everything, and you know, we went through the whole checklist to say." And, you know, it, it all made sense. And uh, as far as traveling, we know it's going to be a lot. I mean, there's, there's, I'm not blind to it at all. The coach is not blind. The organization is not blind to it at all. We know that traveling to Albany, you know, Carolina, New Jersey, all these great things is going to cost money. Are we ready? Absolutely. Are we going to be okay? Absolutely. We have great partners. We have great corporate partners behind us. And uh, again, it's really going to come down to how much San Antonio is going to support us. We need the we need the city behind us. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Completely understanding that. I mean, you guys are, and it sounds like you guys are going to have a better situation anyway in San Antonio for this year, anyway. Too. I mean, you're going to the. I understand the Freeman Coliseum, if I'm right, which is, you know, solid seating. You know, it definitely looks like it will be a, a good arena atmosphere there. Um, I know you got the, you're going to have the turf set up and everything too, and it's going to be nice and done, done. I know some people were commenting on uh, last year's situation, but this definitely feels like that's going to be 
a much better space for a arena that I understand is pretty much well known in the San Antonio area. So yeah, uh, it looks like a venue. To the AT&T Center, which is the home of uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, but you know what? I, if I can add something, the, the Rose Palace was, and I'm going to clarify things, it, it was a, a rodeo arena. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just put that out there right now. It was a rodeo arena. Now, that season, it was, I, I believe I told you, that season was a, that COVID season, you know. Uh, unfortunately, Freeman said no. And, mm-hmm. you know, the animal dome was a, unfortunately a little bit too much out of our pay grade at that point. Uh, so, you know, when the Rose Palace approached us, said, hey, by the way, I don't know if you know, but back in 2007, 2006, we used to host arena ball here, which I knew about the team, but I never I never knew where they were playing at. So I think at one point I remember telling my partners, hey, we need to prepare this team. So back in 2004, between 2004 and 2006, there was a team called the San Antonio Steers. Okay. That was an arena team here for San Antonio, professional, granted. And I didn't know about it either. And a lot of my partners didn't, but our homework that day, I remember is saying, where were they playing at? Where did they play? And sure enough, it was the San Antonio Rose Palace. So we made it work. We made it work. We did. I mean, granted, people may say what they want to say, dirt field, but I mean, it worked. I mean, I think that's the best way I can say that people still came, drank their beer, enjoyed the game, supported the San Antonio. I mean, we had about, 2,500 to maybe 1,600 at a game. And this was on Mondays. That's right? good. Mondays. And COVID season, people were still supporting us. So, you know, my hat, my hat goes to them. I mean, they, with everything going on that, and we all know that year was full of challenges for everybody. People still supported Gunslingers football. And I am beyond grateful. And I just hope those people know that we're, we're doing this for them. We're doing this for the city. It's time to get this football legacy back on track and finally have a team that sticks around, not half a year, not one year or two years. We're here for the long term. Yeah. Right. One, yeah. I have one more question before we get to the foot, more of the football on field prep. And I, and uh, just, you know, kind of talking about more just formalities and people kind of wonder like, how did, do, how does the expansion like system work? Like, how does the process go? You know, a lot of people kind of wonder like, you know, what are the steps to this? And I know Hector, in our initial conversation, just outside of this, sounds like the guys over at the NAL offices were pretty thorough with you, you guys. I'm like, okay, I need like A, B, C, and D. And then maybe even like two more after that to throw on just to be like triple checking ourselves, you know, that you can even join in. Like, like how, how thorough is this process for you guys? Hands down to Chris, the commissioner, Rob Storm, the executive director of the NAL, and the, the full staff committee. Um, it was not easy. At, at, at times, I was very nervous because I wouldn't hear something, um, you know, but it, it was almost maybe a month and a half process. You know, uh, it, it was not easy at all. I mean, from paperwork, from my financials, my, my history, my background, all my partners, you know, they, they did not just say, oh, you played last year. Great. Let's jump. No, 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 no. No, they want to make sure that as far as our business plan, hey, how does your business plan? What's your budget? How's it looking? They went as far as how, how much did you bring last year? Where did you play? How is this, you know, how are you going to transition from the AO to the NAO? I mean, again, it's two two different animals. Yeah. I mean, it was long process. 
Uh, I mean, Fred could tell you himself, we were at times nervous. I'll be texting, hey, what do you think? Have you heard anything? He'll be texting right. me, hey, have you heard anything yet? I mean, and granted, I'll, I'll credit to them. I get it. it. It's a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. So I can't take things personal. Uh, but I'm glad that they were able to notice the potential. They know the marketing in San Antonio is amazing as far as football. They know that we are in it for the long run. And I think they saw the passion and, and the, the, I guess, the potential. And the what I'm trying to say is uh, they know that moving forward, we are going to be that uh, I guess that anchor for other Texas teams or maybe other Western teams. And I think they made a beautiful decision. And I think, and I can't thank them enough because uh, like I said, it was a very lengthy process, uh, worth it. Uh, I wish, uh, I wish they could have told me a little bit more information within the process, but I get it. It's business. They want to make sure that we have everything, uh, solid. Unfortunately, there was teams in the past that just burned that bridge for teams like mine coming in. Right. They just got to make sure that, you know, we are legit and uh, what well, we're here. And so we are. Nice. That, I'm, and that was something I'm glad to hear that, by the way, you know, a, a lot of people ask, you know, the NAL still is, it's amazing. They're, they're still pretty young. Like it's 2017 was when the first season was. And like, it's amazing. You see the list of teams that used to be part of it. And so like everyone talks about that, but it's, you know, Hey, Glad to hear that process has changed at this point and that you guys may, you know, got every piece to away and you're in here. You know, I, I want to bring in Co- or I want to bring Coach Shaw into this conversation too, because, yes. you know, I, as Hector's been saying, you've been part of this, this whole process pretty much yes. every step of the way um, and really closely related to it. Um, how much of the Ironman game yeah. sway you to say, like, maybe this is the choice we should go with in that initial decision making with like which league we could petition? Because, Obviously, you played in that era, and yeah. you would now be coaching in the mm-hmm. new era of Ironman. This is the first year it's come back in, from what I understand, almost seven, eight years as of next year. So that's got to be something significant for yourself. Yeah, well, I know the game out the back of my head. And uh, these guys, man, uh, that I'm going to have and I'm going to bring to the organization, they're going to know the game, and they're going to play with passion. And uh, we're going to bring some good talent in, man. And uh, we just, we're just excited about it all right now. And – I don't want to speak too much on the players that we're going to bring in, but it's going to put we're going to put on the show. We're going to put on the show for San Antonio, and uh, we're ready to compete. That's the main thing. Can't can't put any. <laughs> I get it. Can't can't reveal everything. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. There's open trials, but there's also signing on the side. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> got the whole <laughs> shebang there. Uh, for yourself, Coach Shaw, what what's the What's the current process right now? I mean, I know you got signings, but like, what, what are you currently working on as well behind the scenes, just like getting up to speed head coaching roles, maybe talking with the, the other organizations and their coaches, you know? Um, like, what are you looking at right now as the process leading up to what I assume would be like March or April that we're going to see the schedule get released? We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we're just getting everything in line right now. It, it's really, it, it's no rush, so we don't want to panic, you know, press the panic button right now. So, and like, I'm familiar with the league, so... Once game time start, we'll be ready. We'll be ready for it. So it, it's really it, – I love it. I love it, man. I love the, the steps that we have to take, you know, to, uh, to the season start. You know, I love it all. So I'm actually enjoying it all right now. There's no stress at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised to hear that, actually, because um, I, yeah. know, I know you're still – I don't know how long it's been that you've been a – been in the coaches game. I know you were in with the North Texas Bulls last year. Uh-huh. Um, 
I mean, how, how long, how's that process been for you transitioning from a player perspective? I mean, it's only, it's only been a few years, at least according to, you know, what I right. get from arena fans. So right. you've had some time to transition, but not like too long to get into that coaching well, vibe, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Well, well, it's easy once you love the game and you know, the game, That's you know, fair. it's a lot of guys that get out there and, uh, you know, they just, they try to talk, you know, and I'm that, I'm that guy that likes to show my players if you don't know something, let me show you real fast. And that, and that's what I'm going to bring in the organization, a bunch of guys around us that we just don't do a bunch of talking, actually go out there and show your players how it's done. Good point. I, I like yeah. that type of coaching style. If I yeah. were, if I were in your shoes, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> At yes, least sir. to a degree. I was a lineman in high school. I'm not, I can't, I can't go to a quarterback and be like, Oh, here's what you gotta do kid. And be like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Get out of here. I'm like, all right, go talk to your offense coordinator. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. I run a specific way. <laughs> I got a few preliminary questions for, for you again here, Hector. Uh, some stuff that kind of has come up since we've been chatting and people have been, you know, they, they bring up questions and this is like, one of these is a particular football community question. It's not even arena based. So you guys are named the San Antonio gunslingers. As you may know, the United States football league just restarted itself and it's going to be kicking off in April. And this announcement came up and of course the NAL shared it and other communities have caught on and go, wait a minute. Doesn't the USFL have the trademarks for this San Antonio gunslingers team? I mean, this was a team from the eighties. How did they not get this? And then Sure enough, from what I understand, you've already had this for well before they even started talking about the USFL again. Yeah, so to clarify that question, yes, we had full ownership trademark to the logo that you see behind me. To the name itself, the San Antonio Gunslinger's name, it belongs to us. Um, <clears throat> we did file for trademark back in 2020. So from that point on, it's just been a process. I mean, we went through some, uh, some obstacles within the trademark. Uh, but yes, a, a lot of people were, you know, message me, hey, Hector, what's going on? You know, I heard the USFL is coming back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're fine. To be, we're fine. <laughs> Honestly, we're <laughs> fine. I, I really don't know what else to say, but that uh, we did our due diligence, like I said. Um, we knew in, uh, within this name, uh, it, it had history of that. You know, a lot of people right now, I don't know if you follow our Facebook, are, are telling us, oh, are, are y'all going to stay? Wait, hold up. Time out. We're not affiliated with the Gunslingers in the 80s. You know, we have nothing. And uh, it's funny because I told this to the whole, to, to everybody that tells us about the name. At one point when we first came up with the name, we're like, oh man, you know what? It's San Antonio, we're Texas. You know, that's the reason we picked Red, White, and Blue. Texas. Okay. All right. right. So what, what, what goes with San Antonio? You know, we're, you know, Western, you know, so uh, guns, you know, we're like, okay, well, the Gunslingers. So <laughs> well, find out once, once we put everything on paper, you know, one of my good friends calls me, hey, uh, I think he was the first one. Are you y'all bringing back the gunslingers? I'm like, what do you mean you're bringing back the gunslingers? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the 1980s, there was a team like, what? So right. sure enough, I take all my partners and go, hey, guys, that, y'all know about this? They're like, no, no, no. So sure enough, we did. <laughs> I wish I could have said we did our homework before this. We did not. But we went back and sure enough, we, we Googled and like, oh, wow. No, no, no. That's 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 very interesting. But uh, it was too late. We already had paid everything off the fees, trademark fees, everything. We're like, wait, we can't change it. So, but yeah, we still run to that situation to this day. People are like, hey, are you affiliated with the 1980s Gunslingers? Is this, are you going to stay around? So, I mean, you could go right now to Facebook. You'll see, you know, us responding. No, we have no affiliation. We have no affiliation. And people are, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
but anyways, uh, that's that's a little side story to that name, but it belongs to us. Have you guys heard the uh, Gunslinger's theme song from back in the day? Yes, we we heard have it. Have okay. We're, <laughs> we're not gonna throwing it out there. To see, if maybe this was just like random chance, but <laughs> yeah, no, we're not playing that. <laughs> we are not playing that. Hey, it's all, it's all right. You know, <laughs> some things they're better to stay in the past. I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just just make just checking, <laughs> just checking up. <laughs> what well, one other question i got for you too based on just i guess really the gunslinger's name and logo so the nal had their press release saying you guys are going to be releasing new logos slash you know uniform designs um am i is that right or am i understanding that's not the case here that's not the case unfortunately i think they were just misunderstanding uh, I, I think um, the person or personnel, whoever wrote the, the article, was uh, either assuming this was a first-year team uh, or a team being brand new. So I, I, I guess, again, I'm just assuming maybe they okay. thought, hey, new team, new logo, this is all new to them and all new to the San Antonio. But no, uh, this is, the logo is not, not going everywhere. We send the logo for approval with the NAO. The NAO approved the logo and the name and you know, I, I and it again. It fell down. It it fell uh, all the way up to they checked the trademark themselves. You know, they wanted to make sure because they knew the history, uh, but they knew. Yeah, I, I think I told you. I think I I believe my group, my organization group, is the youngest within the organization. Yes, yes <laughs> you did mention that. So, so yeah, so uh, they knew about it and they made sure they they asked for all the the paperwork, all the legal pay, trademark paperwork before they even gave us a checkmark. So. Yeah, they, they know that that name belongs to us. You know, you're talking to your ownership group. Um, you guys are all from San Antonio, like the community as well, too, right? Like uh, absolutely homegrown, nice homegrown, homegrown. All of us, all of us. So uh, we we know that's why we say we are at within our organizations. We are proud to say we're from San Antonio. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's very we people have made it clear to us that and ourselves we were fans of one point. You know. I, I remember going to the talent games. I remember going to the commander games. They did the same thing. So we know how much football means to San Antonio, and we know how much San Antonio needs football back in their lives. So I'm glad that we were able to successfully uh, do what we had to do to make this happen with the NAO, and I'm glad the NAO took that that uh, that chance with us and said, you know what, everything looks good. Let's let's roll with it. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy, too, that Fred Shaw, you know, he could have gone anywhere else, honestly, with with this, with his experience and with everything uh, that he has done in the past as a player, as a coach. Um, I, I'm beyond grateful that he actually sat down and, and you know was able to hear hear me out to say, <laughs> and you know, here we are. I mean, it's beyond excitement. That's family. There we go. That's good wording for that. A lot of community. Yeah. A lot of community here. My final question for both of you, wrapping this up, and I want to thank you both again for joining. Uh, this is—it's been a great experience. It's been great getting to know both of you now uh, through <laughs> through this show and through previous conversation. You know what what makes Arena a game that you know it's just it's that much more special or something that you know sticks out and is something that should be cherished in the football community. It's—I've told Hector this before this show that this is a game that I'm want to see get back to its glory days. And 
I think that it ha- deserves a spot in the sports world. Why, why does it deserve that? What makes it special to stay around, even with a world that has normal football? Well, with me in that situation, it's the fan base. Like, I, I love when I first started playing arena football, it was nothing like it, man. And I, I just fell in love with it. Like, I can, I can remember coming into arena football, like, uh, what is this game? I'm not going to play this for long, you know. It, it's, it looks crazy. But the game days came around and the fans on you, the kids coming around, it, it's nothing like it, man. So I instantly fell in love with the game. So you, it's arena football is a game that you have to come to a game and watch it. Yeah. Watching it on TV, you, you'll get confused a little bit, but come to a game, you'll fall in love instantly. So that's what I, that's what I think, you know. I feel that. Feel that. Definitely. Well, as for me, honestly, it, it came down to – Back in the 19, late 1990s, early 2000s, uh, I was a big Austin Ranger fan, a big Dallas Desperado fan back in the AFL. I mean, that's the, that is the first time I ever experienced arena. Uh, I didn't get to go to an, to an arena game till the tennis came to San Antonio, and uh, I still remember seeing Fred. Fred was one of the players when I saw him. So uh, it's funny how, you know, how this is just revolving around and uh, – Look, arena is amazing. It's fast paced. It's, it's very intimate. People are able to be interactive. I think that's what does it all. The fan base, like Coach Fred said, it's just yes. the ability to be able to touch a player as they're running or, you know, uh, you know, they get hit on the wall and then you see them flying over the wall and then you're either catching them or just dropping your beer on top of them or something like that. But yeah. I, I, I adore and I think that is the best part that, players are able to interact with you. You know, one thing that I admired last season with within my games was that my players were, you would see them in a the video talking to the fans that were on the wall, interacting with the fans. Hey, buddy, you know, here's a signature, here's that. At halftime, at, you know, at any, any little break, you will see players' interaction with fans. I think that is the best thing about this sport. It's just the interaction, the in, the intensity as far as the, the game goes, the fast pace. I mean, you... I'm, I'm sorry. There's nothing better than arena football. No other game. No other game like it. No doubt about that. So super, super fast. And I think that's a great end statement right there, Hector. It is, uh, it, it's the fan interaction is no, there's nothing like it. You know, there's yes. in really any other sport. I mean, at least in football, there's nowhere close to what you can get out of that. And I think that's what's extremely impressive when i've seen some game at least the few it's funny i've only seen very few games in recent years i'm a very recent fan of the sport i got in around 2019 the last year afl was there uh, and went to see a destroyers game that really bought me into it like like you're talking about my first game bought me fully i was like i'm i'm in for set like this sport is it's not just a it's just not just fascinating anymore it's like something i want to enjoy further and get to know more so I'm glad I get to talk with you guys like you um, that helped birth a passion into something like this. So I thank both of you for coming on and talking with me this evening. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks. And, wow. and I, I wish both of you the best, really. Um, I think, oh, all, yeah. I think all the arena community is cheering for you guys and for this to succeed and thrive. Cause you mm-hmm. know, it's another step to help in the game grow. And for the NAL, it's another step to help their game grow as well, especially for NAL <laughs> fans, you know, absolutely. We're excited. Thank you. No problem. Um, without that, without further ado, folks, that's going to do for our episode. Again, special thanks to Coach Fred Shaw as well as owner Hector Garcia as well. 
for joining me on this one. Really cannot thank him enough. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast at at InWallsPod. Again, that is at InWallsPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we're also going to be later this year putting up YouTube, so we will get video versions. Might make this one a video version. I know uh, <laughs> Hector's got that nice Gunslinger's jersey. I'd feel oh, terrible yeah. not to post the video of that. Let's do it. We might be posting this video. I'm just, just going to throw it out there right now. And I'll let them, of course, know that is the case. Be sure to go follow the Gunslingers as well on their Facebook. Uh, do you guys, you guys are setting up a Twitter and Instagram? I, I'm not, I didn't, uh, I was having some luck issues with that. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, no. So Facebook is just, a, uh, I believe it's 210 San Antonio Gunslingers. You'll find us there. Uh, I, I, we don't have a, what is it, a Twitter yet. We're working mm-hmm. on that. Uh, but we do have an Instagram. It's just San Antonio Gunslingers, and we should be popping up pretty sure right there. Perfect. Well, be sure to follow those guys, especially if you're in the San Antonio area. You know, get get following them. Keep updated with those guys. There are going to be plenty more information coming out, and then we'll hopefully get a schedule soon enough where you guys can start showing off some home games that we can be talking about in the future. I know we'll be previewing the season. We'll be talking about you guys, of course, and what roster you put together, and I can't wait to see what Coach Shaw has uh, some of the people in the pipeline that might be coming that we can't be talking about right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> for Coach Fred Shaw, for Hector Garcia, I'm Zach Common saying so long. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. We'll be back in another week or so. And uh, we wish you guys in San Antonio the best. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. God's up. Let's go.